I'm the time nuts. <laughs> and good morning, everyone. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Con Hour. Unfortunately, Amy's going to be missing today. She has another appointment with Houston Writers Guild. She's recording a session for them, which is an all-day thing called Ready, Set, Pitch. So if you're an author, you need to be checking out what Houston Writers Guild is offering up. And it's been a lovely week. It started a little rain this couple of days. And then now it's sunny, but we got the humidity. But what's new? It's Houston. What can I say? And today we have a special guest, Davy Jones, the creator of Charmy's Army. And we'll be talking about his comic strip and things he might have upcoming. And I'm going to let CJ start off some of the questions here. So, CJ, go ahead. Good morning, folks. Um, it's CJ. Miss Amy said that she is here and she's listening. She's so sad to miss it. Amy, we're sad that you were not here as well. We were talking about the zombie pod copolis, copolis earlier. <laughs> oh, I said, poor Amy, she's going to miss it. Um, Davey, welcome. We're happy to have you. Super excited. Charmy's army is Thank you. super cute. So we have like <laughs> lots to talk about and touch on. Um, but we're happy to have you. Nice to know that you're also a fellow Texan. Yep. So born and raised, born on Galveston Island. Awesome. <laughs> um, so tell us about Charmy's Army to start. Well, Charmy's Army to start. Well, when I first started, came up with the uh, the concept, I was actually trying to create the world's worst strip ever because <laughs> I had come up with like maybe a dozen different concepts. I kept hitting the syndicates, never hearing back. And I finally decided, you know what? I know what's wrong. I just have so many bad ideas that I'm just coming up with, with one bad strip after another. So I figured if I really focused my energy and made a strip so bad, I'd get all that negative stuff out and I would come up with that. My next strip would be the best strip ever because I got rid of all the bad thoughts. So I'm sitting in a little restaurant, drawing some little cartoon characters and trying to figure out what kind of a character I could draw. That would just be just people would just hate. And uh, I was in a uh, Chinese food restaurant. It was really nasty. And I was like, I bet you they got a bunch of cockroaches in the back. Yeah, cockroaches. So I started drawing little cockroach characters. And I said, ah, but that's just a little too weird. What can you do with that? And I started looking. So, you know what would make him really disgusting? They had like a little ball on his butt like an ant. So, yeah, 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 ant. So, we'll do ants. So, that's that was the start of it. They originally hung out at a bar. The comic strips made no sense whatsoever. And I started posting them online. And I started getting this big massive following <laughs> no but it's not even funny <laughs> a lot of people like stuff that goes against the grain exactly they don't want regular stuff they want stuff that's unique that's different especially not because everything is so politically correct exactly <laughs> like, well, like, this was very them. not politically correct <laughs> yeah and that's probably what you know attracted everybody to it well, at the same time, though, my mission was to make something really bad. So I said, hold my beer. So <laughs> I said, I'll make this really bad. I'll add a monkey to it. No one will be able to understand the monkey. He'll just go oop, oop, pop, pop, oop, oop, pop. And he'll tell the punchline so it's not funny. And I started doing that. And people are like, I love the monkey. I love the monkey. I'm like, well, this is stupid. And the monkey actually was a character I created when I was in the third grade. Called uh, The strip back then was called Flint the Jump. So oh. he was just something I just pulled out of 
pull out a thin that wasn't some I pulled out of thin air, something I actually created a long time ago. So I added him to it and everybody liked it. So then all of a sudden I said, Well, maybe I actually may have something here. So that's when I uh also uh, had Frenchie in there, but I went ahead and tied her in with the monkey where she actually understands the monkey. So when you see the strip, it's about a troop of army ants. And there's a fly run around by my face. <laughs> from. And uh, uh, about a troop of uh, army ants and a little monkey. And Frenchie's the only one who can actually understand the monkey. So she kind of acts like a little translator. It works really, really good. It's kind of like uh, with Peanuts. You know, you had Snoopy and you had Woodstock saying something. And Snoopy kind of understood what was going on. Well, um, I, I collect monkeys. So I am oh, yeah. special to the cute <laughs> little monkey because he is adorable. <laughs> Well, the other the other reason I, I thought about throwing the monkey in there too, there's another thing behind it too. Adding a monkey to the strip was because my name Davy Jones, and people uh, people recognize that name from the monkeys, the the, the old group. I actually another tangent, real quick. I was at a Comic Con uh, Bell County, and some lady walked up and she was so happy. She said, oh my God, I love your music so much, and she was just going on with, "Was it?" Uh, I said, "No, I'm. I'm are you?" Are you Davy Jones with the monkeys. And she says, "Aren't you?" And I went, "No, I'm not British, and I'm not dead." <laughs> oh Lordy! Oh, that's he's, cool. like, he's dead. I'm like, "Oh no, I'm, I hate to break it to you." <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's cool though because it kind of gives you a, a unique twist to it. So I love yeah. that. That's awesome. Now, now, one of the other things that you're doing, as I've seen lately, is you're trying to do an animated series with Charmy's army yeah so that's so with the syndicates you know you, you i email been emailing the syndicates I, i've gotten one response from go comics and it was it was like yeah you know it's good but we're not that interested and i've sent a couple more uh, uh submissions since then still hadn't heard anything back so i decided maybe syndication isn't quite the way to go newspapers are kind of dwindling there's uh, uh the 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 funny section itself has gotten so much smaller in so many papers. The Chronicle used to have uh, the Houston Chronicle here used to have the biggest comic section. I think uh, that any of the newspapers had, and it's down to just one sheet that folds together and everything's all crammed together. So it's not really the way to go. So I've, right now animations at a big surge. So I'm working on an animated series. I've got eight uh, episodes outlined and I'm writing. I don't know if you've noticed my blogs lately, what I've been doing on the blogs, kind of like an exercise for writing these strips. When I post my uh, my comic strip for, for the week, my blog follows the comic strip and actually tells the story that kind of continues the story, what happens after that strip is over. So once you get to the punchline, oh, cool. yeah, then you go to the blog and the story takes up and continues and I run through a whole scenario. Sometimes it's really funny. Sometimes, again, it's just an exercise of creative writing. Yeah, sometimes you got to take the bull by the horns. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. have to go out on your own and do the indie version. And sooner mm -hmm. or later, the syndicates are like, oh, hey, actually, he's got something here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm making sure all the episodes are just really stupid because that's what. The, everybody seems to like for my strip. <laughs> so the lead off episode is called In and Out Burper. And uh, Charmy gets a uh, gets a burping uh, illness where he can't stop burping. And they're all trying all these little weird remedies to, to cure him. That's the entire episode. And oh, again, uh, yeah, it's going to be really fun. 
I just got to find me an animator and a producer and somebody with a lot of money. Have you ever thought about doing a children's book on it or something? Well, not really a children's book, but like an actual comic book of it. Well, actually, I've got a couple that I'm working on. I've got a Warrior Winch Wendy uh, comic book that I'm working on. I've actually got it halfway written and halfway illustrated. Mm -hmm. And uh, so in case people don't know about my comic strip, also the uh, character Frenchie, she's got a little sub character that she does called Warrior Winch Wendy. And when she's Warrior Witch Wendy, all of a sudden it's like in medieval times and there's dragons and all this stuff. And she's a uh, uh, a hero that goes out and conquers dragons and ogres and, and pillagers and stuff like that. Same with Charmy. Charmy's got a uh, an alter ego called uh, Gooser Dadburn. I don't know if uh, any, any, any John Wayne fans out there remember Gooser, uh, uh, Gooser Cogburn from the... Uh, uh, true, true grit series, mm -hmm. and so I call his his series to, uh, true twit. So, <laughs> and uh, he he uh, he the 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 base of the story starts off that he he's got a uh, love hate relationship with the lunch lady at the uh, at the camp, and she got really mad at him one day and popped him in the eye, and he had to wear an eye patch. And some little girl mistake mis mistook him for a goose or dad burn and thinks that he's this bounty hunter from the old west and uh <laughs> hires him up and so i continue that story throughout the strip where him and the girl are looking for the killers of her her, her dad that's really cool i like that yeah. now where can people find you like say on a website or facebook oh charmysarmy.com just c-h-r-m-y-s-a-r-m-y.com just take the apostrophe out and uh same with any social media facebook slash charmy's army uh, Twitter slash Charmy's Army, Instagram slash Charmy's Army. I, I I love Instagram, by the way. I'm, I'm always posting on Instagram. I, I love doing my uh, my strip as I'm uh, sketching it out. I'll show, I got I got a little example here. So here is what my strip looks like when I'm first sketching it out. As you can tell, the the font there is an actual font. So what I do is I go into Photoshop. Mm -hmm. And what I, I'll go type everything out, lay the font out how I like it, and I just use it just for reference. And once I get it all out, I print that out. And then all the uh, characters here, that's all pencil. So I sketch it out. And I love making sure that every panel looks a little different, change the scenes up. I, I find comic strips so boring when every single panel is just this guy talking to this guy. Next panel, this guy talking to this guy. There's no... Oh. Like making sure that every time you go to the next panel, you get a little bit of a different action. If you ever watch TV, mm -hmm. when when something's going on, changing the angles constantly from 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 talking to talking. Sometimes in mid talk, and they do that because they want to keep the, uh, the, the the viewers' attention. I try and do that same same thing with uh, with my comic strip. I want to make sure every panel is a little different. So as you're reading the, the comic strip from panel to panel, it looks a little different. Then when I put my treasury collection together, which I have one in comic book form, I got strip, 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 strip all the way down. It's just not the same thing over and over and over again. It's really boring. Everything changes as you go through and it, it just makes it look really nice. I'll take this and I'll tape it to the back of a piece of bristle board. Mm -hmm. And then here's the actual strip all ink. See how the lettering changed? It's my own hand lettering. Oh, definitely. Yeah, do, you, do you do commissions at all? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the only way I can break even at these comic cons. <laughs> I get two or three commissions. Like, oh good, table and hotels paid off. <laughs> yeah. well, that's, and we talked about comic cons. 
uh, we mm -hmm. talked about it before, but like Comic Cons, I met you initially in Longview Comic Con. Uh huh. Years ago, and I thought that was really cool. You just seemed like a really fun guy to be around, so I'm glad you're able to come on today. But Comic Cons we had talked about are like a huge family, and you had mentioned mm -hmm. that El Ariachi, who we had on here about a month mm -hmm. ago, mm -hmm. saved your life. Would you tell that story? Yeah. Oh yeah, so I was telling a story over at uh, Eastern Rim. I uh, uh, if the show was over, and if everybody's seen my display and watched me set up and take down, I'm like the I'm the first one to get there because I'm the up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, mainly because I do these little guys here <laughs> and, oh, and they take forever to set up in their displays and everything. So, um, so I'm always the last one to leave as well. And I was one of the last ones to leave and I'd left my lights on in my car the whole time. And car was dead as a doorknob. And he, luckily enough, he was still, still hanging around there. So he, uh, he got my car jumped so I can, I can make it home. Awesome. The good thing was it wasn't one of those shows that was like way, like four hours away or anything. It was just 30 minutes down the road, but still scary. Yeah, and we <laughs> talked about like the Comic-Con family. The Comic-Con family is unique in the yes. fact that we don't care who you are. I know as long as your heart's in the right place, we're good. And oh, you're yeah. like, it's, it's a family. And like we were saying, it doesn't matter what you know kind of tier you are in the guest mm -hmm. list or attendance. It's like, you know, we're there for you and you're there for us and we're all looking out for each other and comic-con family is loyal texas family is super loyal so if you can get both of those oh i know you got a really good crew behind you uh you asked about commissions here's one this is just the sketch that i did uh frenchy uh cool. nice. i like it Isn't that cool so how much would you charge normally for like a commission it all depends on uh, on the piece. There's some of them that I do that'll be like massive characters all over the place and backgrounds and stuff like that. And uh, that they could go up to a hundred bucks, a little over a hundred bucks. And then there's just like that where it's just uh, from the chest up and it just depends on the person. No, just kidding. <laughs> I don't know if I like them or not. <laughs> no. Yeah, it just depends on the detail and, and how hard the, uh, the mashup, because usually they want to mash up. Yeah, how 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 hard it would be. Sometimes they they can be as cheap as fifty bucks, and they can go up to like seventy five bucks for something like that. But they're all pen and ink. They're corporate marker. I use corporate markers, and I also use gouache. I know people are going, "Why do you use gouache?" I don't know because it's so hard to use. <laughs> but it's just well, what I've they, always used. How do they get a hold of you for that? Oh, you can you can go to my website. Uh, I've got a a link on there for uh, for commissions and art uh, for art commissions. You can click there, and there's a contact form, and you can contact me there, or you can contact me via Facebook. So now I'm the one that tends to ask a little bit more unique questions. Mm -hmm. so one of my questions I tend to ask is, "What do you do outside of the cartoon world?" Oh, that's great. Well, let, let me finish off with the commission first. And I, it doesn't have to be Charmy's Army related. I'm, I get so many uh, commissions of people wanting Pikachu's mashed up with different characters. So I'm, I'll, I'll draw anything. So, <laughs> so well, I'm actually thinking of, um, I have a children's book, Chief and Sarge. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of thinking something along those lines. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I can draw any style. I can draw any character. I can draw anything, anything, any, any way anybody wants something. So, yeah. Well, I like to do like we had Jeremy Jack did one for me, fan art. Uh huh. So I just I like to get different people's um, perspectives of Chief and Sarge. Gotcha. So, so outside of the 
outside of the cartoon world. Yeah, outside of the cartoon world. This is so crazy. So I work at a uh, at a um, at uh, Solve Kiln uh, Inc. What we do is um, like solve paint solvents, and we also do some hand, uh, hand care, beauty care stuff. So we do a little really? bit of all kinds of di uh, different stuff. So I'm, I'm the project manager. I, I manage projects from the from the start to the finish. I'm the graphic designer there. I I also dabble in um, uh, the regulatory side of it. Just dabble. I do enough dabbling alongside of the people there who are the experts. So that way I can ask questions because you always want to make sure that you can ask the right question. So you got to know enough to be dangerous. I always tell everybody. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm like, I'm like the stick of dynamite there at the company. <laughs> I like to what blow up out, and make people what go. Did you do, what do you do outside of that? Like as far as hobbies and stuff? Oh, hobbies, hobbies. I thought you were talking. No, about no, no. Both. I like both. <laughs> But see, the cool thing is, that's like, every, love, that's like my entire life is that place. <laughs> I love working there, by the way. That, you know, you're not just the cartoon. Uh -huh. You actually do other stuff. Yeah, yeah. So there's all kinds really of, I'm, I love music. I've been a big music fan all, all my life. Uh, my favorite bands are Cheap Trick and the Beatles. Love those two bands so much. It's not the monkeys? Uh, what's that? It's not the monkeys? No, <laughs> I do like them, and I, I have seen the monkeys in concert before. Not not that I'm that damn old. I think they came back in the '80s when I was in uh, when I was in high school, and uh, we saw them over at Astroworld. It was oh the, my the, god, uh, we were at the same place at the same time. Oh really? Did you just was it the one, the one where Weird Al opened for them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh wow. Funny. That's, that's really that's unique. So, what's your favorite movie or fan? Well, that's an easy one. My favorite movie is "It's a Wonderful Life." Ah, oh. Jimmy Stewart. I don't mm -hmm. even have to think about that. That's that's my favorite movie. My second favorite movie is uh, "The Wizard of Oz," the original "Wizard of Oz" with Judy Garland. I love that movie as well. I love old movies. I love that whole genre of kind of uh, of filmmaking especially comedies the old comedy like lauren hardy and marx brothers and stuff like that i Definitely. love the abbott and costello's oh uh, yeah having Costello's amazing yeah, yeah they we were watch, a great 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 team we watch it's a wonderful life every christmas that's yeah I'm yeah so that and die hard so and die hard yeah <laughs> i gotta watch mine's white christmas i gotta watch that one yeah that's, that's a good one too one. yeah yeah well I, and I, I, you know i like the original wizard of oz as well it's really, I don't it's really like, good. I don't like remakes. I'm one of those who likes the originals, whatever they are. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I, I like what they were doing with uh, Oz the Great and Powerful. I actually like that a lot. But for, for some reason, a couple of times, I'm like, oh, that's perfect. They should have sang. They should have had a, a, a number right there. <laughs> but, you know, these days, people would not have. What, what, was what are they singing for? This is stupid. <laughs> well, when you actually look at, like, the originals, like the original Star Trek, uh -huh. what they did for that particular time. Was, oh, yeah. It looks really mm -hmm. cheesy now, mm -hmm. but what they did for that time, a lot of stuff has come from sci-fi. Oh, yeah. From that. And it's just, it's it's really unique. It's kind of like the well, flip phones came from the computer or the communicators. And yeah. Well, a lot of stuff, too, is just the, the way that they film stuff back in the day and stuff. Like, if, I, I don't know if you're from, too familiar with some of the Lauren Hardy and Three Stooges shorts that they made, but some of the, uh, like, big uh, disaster scenes where stuff were blowing up and stuff like that looks so realistic. I don't know how they didn't kill those guys. 
because they didn't have all the special effects like we had back back in the day. Stunt doubles, none of this. Uh -uh. They did their own things. They were beasts. Yeah. And then my other big passion is professional wrestling. I love watching professional wrestling. That's that's one of my my big 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 things. That's why I was telling you last night, Greg. So I got I got two back to back shows. I got uh, 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 SmackDown and AEW right after it. So I was going to be a little late, and I was all hyped up afterwards. Couldn't sleep. Like I said, I was like, oh. <laughs> and then you had nightmares of the show with zombies and <laughs> yeah, I know. I, and, and that I I kept I kept forgetting who my characters' names were and <laughs> all this stuff. <laughs> I was so tempted to go put on makeup to look all dead here. <laughs> so funny but you know every time i do every time i go to do a show i have that same fear every show i go to especially really? comic palooza and the bigger ones i get there and i'm all set up and i just stand there going i just just want to be sick <laughs> until the first person comes up and you start talking like like now once you start talking everything just goes out the window and become, become mm -hmm. it becomes just so easy well and there's an energy there that you just you can't yeah. And it's like we were talking to, I think, Mustafa Moss last week. Mm -hmm. And I said to him, I said, he said he does 40 a year. And I'm like, I can handle one, maybe uh. two, um, or 40, one, maybe two a month. But it's like that Comic-Con hangover of, you know, the day after. How, uh -huh. how do you, how do you work with that? Especially since you work outside of the cartoon. Yeah. It's how crazy. Do you, how do you well, do see, that? I was doing one a month, but I, I made sure that at least that half of them were somewhere within the Houston area where I didn't have to go travel. So I was only doing about six uh, six a year that I was actually having to go out to Bell County or or New Braunfels or wherever where I was going to, and uh, that kind of helped out a little bit. But I don't know what it is. Everybody always complains about the con crud. I've never had con crud. <laughs> I have the hangover where it's just it's not the crud. Uh -huh. It's just I'm so because you're uh -huh. you are so high during the uh -huh. whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You just crash down, and I'm just exhausted. It's not that I'm sick; it's that I'm yeah. a good right. exhaustion. I think for me, what it is is that come Monday morning, I got my day job, and I'm like super dedicated to my day job, and it's just like my 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 Comic Con. So I get up and I get to work that next Monday. And my high for my, my job is right back up. I'm just as hyper as I am at the shows as I am at my job. Drive drives everybody crazy, but now, <laughs> at least I get a lot of stuff done at work, which is really good. <laughs> what shows do you still have for this year? What's that? What shows do you still uh, have? Which shows? So the first one's going to be Comic Palooza. That'll be my first mm -hmm. show in about a year and a half. So I'm really looking forward to it. So I got that first here in Houston. After that is uh, Bell County, and that's in Belton, Texas. Then the weekend, and that's in uh, the first weekend of August. The second weekend of August is uh, Hill Country Comic Con in New Braunfels. Love that show. That is such a such a fun show because I love New Braunfels to start with. And uh, we're going to stay at that Foss Hotel, which is right next door to the convention. My wife's going to go with me to this one because it's like, again, it's just a really, really, really fun show to go to. So I'm already looking up some wineries and different things to do. We're going to go up there a day early and just have a have a blast. I, I love it when she gets to go with me. Well, and that's uh, the way to do it is to kind of explore the area first. Yeah. You know, coming in, doing the con and taking back mm -hmm. off, you know, kind yes. of enjoy the time that you're out running around, especially yeah. if you have your other half with you. 
the same with uh, Belton. I, I keep keep telling her, oh, I wish you can go to Belton with me one time. They, of, of all places, they got the most amazing Thai food place in downtown Belton. It's just really? really, really, really good. Yeah. And they got a really good barbecue place as well. I can't remember the name of the barbecue place now off the top of my head. Um, no, I'm not going to remember. That's one bad thing about me. I cannot remember details. <laughs> I have I have notepads all over the house. I got one by my bed. I've got one out in my sunroom. I got one by my my chair where I sit in the living room. I got one over here. I uh, yeah. I have to write stuff down. I'll have a great idea. I'll I'll wake up in the middle of the night and mm -hmm. I'll have to get up and write write stuff down. So the ones in the middle of the night. Sometimes the next morning I go. I got out of bed for that. <laughs> and sometimes I go, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad I wrote that down. That is really, really funny. Well, but, I know uh, sometimes I get ideas. I'll get ideas when I'm asleep. And I have a post-it note thing, application. Uh -huh. on my <clears throat> so I'll quickly dot it and, you know, drop it into mm -hmm. there. The other places I kind of get it, strange enough, are in the shower. Oh. You know, <laughs> you're taking a shower and, you know, I guess you're massaging your brain when you're washing your hair. <laughs> and they kind of come to them. Where do you get your ideas? They, they just come to me. I, I, there's no rhyme or reason for them. I'll be driving down the road. I'll be working on a project at work and be super focused on nothing else but this, this problem I'm trying to figure out. And all of a sudden I'll hear a voice in my head and I can, and I'll just, an idea comes up and I've got to write it down. I, I've been really gifted with not having to sit there and go, okay, it's time to write. What am I going to do? I never have to do that. I just, I, when I sit down and I know I want to write, I, I got like four, four or five ideas popping in my head. I, uh, when I do my walks for, for, uh, for exercise, I'll be walking and I constantly get my phone and recording memos as I'm, as I'm walking because I'll, I'll come up with ideas. Yeah. I never, never not have an idea for my, for my comic strip, which is really good because I hear so many people, who have writer's block constantly and struggle. I just, I've never been that way. Well, yeah, and I I've been creating always... since I was a little kid. I used to have notebooks all over my house and I was just constantly writing stories down there since I was a little kid, just constantly. Drove yeah. my mom crazy because she had to keep buying me notebooks. As an author, we get that because usually there's planners and then there's pantsers. Uh -huh. And I'm a pantser. So uh -huh. I, I have the same way. People mention writer's block and I'm like, what is that? I, yeah. Uh... I have ADD and OCD, so it's like for me the mashup of it uh -huh. works great because I can do like several projects at once. But the ADD person in me is like jumping all over the place within the storylines, and it's great. Yeah, but it's it's a blessing, but it's also a curse too. Sometimes, like I said, because you have to get up in the middle of the night sometimes and write these ideas down because they come and then they go. And the worst thing is when I don't get up and they get up the next morning and go, I know I had some idea of something about Charmy was doing something and Flimp had said something that Frenchie said was something and what was those somethings? <laughs> and it drives me bananas trying to remember it. And That's sometimes I, don't, I just don't remember. <laughs> you had a few other shows. We didn't quite finish that part. <clears throat> Sorry to jump in the mm -hmm. middle of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, some other shows. So I, th that's pretty much all I'm doing after Hill Country Comic Con the following weekend, the, like the second week in August. I have, uh, um, oh, remind me again, Eastern Rim. Eastern Rim Eastern coming Rim. up. I, I, I know why I keep slipping. I know why I slip in my mind because I haven't promoted it yet because I want because it's it's too close to being uh, in the same vicinity as Comic Palooza. So I want to get Comic Palooza over first. And then when that's over, then I'll 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 launch that and announce the Eastern Rim one. Eastern I don't want to get people actually, too confused on where they want to see me at. Yeah Eastern Rim is actually in September. Yep, yep. It's still a ways away. 
Right. You said August, so we were. Oh, yeah. September. Yes, yes. For yes. those <laughs> listening, it's actually September. Yeah. Uh, that one I will be at. It's going to be yeah. fun. I love that show, and Jerry is amazing. The guy who runs that place, he's just he's just such a great guy. Such a great, 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 great guy. Yes, definitely. And one of the things that I mean, one of the comic strips that I saw of yours, which I thought was hilarious, was uh-huh. the writer's block one. Since we were all on that subject. Mm-hmm. Oh, the zombie one. No, the writer's block. Oh, the writer's block. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I, I pop up and I say something about pizza. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but one of the other things is, is, is it hard to get with the deadline of the comic for like a newspaper? Or no, for- no, it's really easy because I got a system and I, 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 it's something weird with me. I, I, I have systems for everything. So I, I turn my, my strips in about a month and a half before they're due. So I do a month at a time. The papers that I'm in are all weekly newspapers. So I only have like four or five strips every month to do. I've got a calendar or spreadsheet and everything I need on my, my computer to keep track of everything. And I, uh, I have a certain day when they're done and I've just, I've got a system all set up. Uh, and my wife helps me out with this too, because she, uh, she has the, uh, what they call close at the beginning of every month. And that's, that's when I sit and go, okay, well, she's working. I'm going to work too. So helps me, uh, kind of get motivated, uh, to jump on with, while she's working downstairs, I can jump up here and work up here and, and get my, uh, my strips all linked in. And I've gotten so fast now on these strips. I knocked these things out. It used to take me about three hours per strip when I first started off, cause I was just so gotta be perfect. Gotta be perfect. And I'm really so comfortable now. It takes me about, about an hour per strip. So it takes me about four hours to, to get the, uh, the strips penciled and inked and uh, ready to go. The hard part is coloring them. That takes a while. And then I just color uh, for, for four or five evenings when I get home from work until I get them all colored up, then I send them out to the papers. Cause yeah, that takes a lot of detail. It's not really work when it's your passion no it's not work it's so much fun i actually look forward to uh, sitting there and, and drawing my did a couple specials uh if anybody is going to bell county comic con be sure and uh, try and grab one of the comic books that they give out to the first so many people and to the vip uh i did a page on it matter of fact i'll give you a quick quick sneak peek that's the pencil oh, of it Oh, cool. And uh, anyway, it's going to be really neat. So it's going to be a uh, uh, tip of the hat to Cam in America. It's one of the uh, sponsors of the uh, Comic-Con. So Frenchie's going to dress up as their superhero. And uh, I won't give away the punchline, but it's it's really cute. And then you can bring by and I'll I'll sign it for free. Oh, neat. I did that last year. And the great thing I love, I love being invited to do stuff like this because people come to my table and then you sign up, sign it and they go, well, as long as you did that, I'm going to buy something. (laughs) (laughs) I did really good last year at Bell County because of that. So thanks, Johnny. (laughs) Are you going to do anything sort of like that in like any of the other shows that you're doing? I never get asked. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I never ask and, Mary, and I just wait Mary for somebody Taylor, to ask where me. are you? He's grim. <laughs> I don't know if they do anything like that though. I think I think Bell County is the only one that does a special though. comic book. And it's yeah. a really good idea because you know they uh it, it gives it gives like a treasure hunt kind of feel to the show because people get that comic book, that's what they do. They give us a little sign to put at our table. 
and it says uh it says comic book uh, artist here so you know oh he's one of the artists in that book so people are looking for us to get all those page pages signed people to talk to and stuff because people are actually looking for i'm, I'm seeing people who i normally probably wouldn't have seen who are just looking for autographs and mm -hmm. then they, they see, Oh, wow. You, uh, this is really cool. I want you giving your whole story about your, your comic strip and everything. So it's, it's good. It, it brings traffic in. Definitely. Well, I know. Great idea for comic con. Um, yep. 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 It's yeah, good for any comic comic con. I suggest it to anyone, anyone who, who wants to do that. It helps us. But I think Scott has some ideas going through his head already. Yeah. I think one yeah. of the things the comic cons don't don't realize is a lot of the artists, you know, we we don't really make a lot of money as compared to uh, the, the people doing the, the the jewelry and stuff like that. I think that they make a lot more money in the artists because there's so many artists and you have you're only going to spend so much money on art. So it's doing stuff like this to help the the art community out is really 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 yeah, great. You don't see my wall or my room. There's actually art all over the place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And we I appreciate your, your patrons. I, I love collecting different types of art. That's why I was mm -hmm. curious if you did, you know, the commissions because oh, yeah. the idea of, you know, doing one of Chief and Sarge, I think is a really cute idea. And mm -hmm. I love sharing other people's stuff too. So when people do stuff like that, like Dan Nancy Durham did, I can grab this one, one of these. And so I do sometimes I'll do like a swap with them too, where I'll be like, Hey, I'll give you one or two books for the commission or depending oh, on cool. how much they normally charge. Mm -hmm. I have no problem doing like a swap for, you know, a swap, but then I tag them in it and do like a little cross promoting with it. That's cool. It's well, that's the key to cross promoting. Mm -hmm. Yes. Cross promoting is really good. Now I know, I think I've mentioned to this before, but each season, when we get to the end of this season, but the next season I'm going to do different artwork for us. And I was talking to you earlier oh, about yeah. that. So I would definitely love to get with you. And I have some ideas thrown going through my head right now. So I think that would be fun. Oh, cool. That's, that's what I really like. Caricatures of us. Yeah. Well, that's why I, when, when I love doing commissions for people when they, they have an idea mm -hmm. that they, that they want, because then all of a sudden it's kind of like I'm pulling them into the art. So it's like, I'm the artist for their imagination and it, it just makes for a much, much more uh, uh, personal piece for them because it's like, that's my idea right there. I have other people say, I really don't know what I want. I just want something uh, for you to create. Now I'll, I'll do it. And I just feel like when I give it to them, it's great. They're happy that I did it, but they don't have any kind of personal tie in. So when y'all have like an idea that you want, then it, it like one of the my, my favorite commissions I ever did for uh, for somebody they wanted a Pikachu as uh, Kurt Cobain, and I nailed it. So it was so awesome when I finished it up. He he thought it was the greatest thing ever. It was it was really fun. That is. That was I get a lot of Pikachu commissions. I might <laughs> probably either lean towards Star Wars or Star Trek. Uh -huh. That's cool. That's cool. I've I've done quite a few mashups with my characters oh. with them. We could do Stargate. Oh, Stargate. Oh, yeah, it'd be fun too. Yeah. Stargate would be cool. I think that'd be cute because we have Super Hubby's one of the characters. I'm one of the characters. And uh -huh. Sarge, these little stuffed animals that we literally take places and get their pictures uh -huh. and stuff. And so we That's could cool. all be like going through the gate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. That's really cool. I'm a sci fi geek. You know, I'll own it. I love it. <laughs> so, 
So are you just going to Texas? I mean, do you only do Texas shows? Yeah, that's all I've done so far, mainly because uh, my uh, the, the setup that I had for the last couple of years is just so big that it just doesn't make sense to go anywhere. Where I have to fly and driving for days at a time with a day job. It just doesn't make sense. I I need I, I'm doing shows where I can drive take a take a Friday off, drive up early, set up, and then crash and, and take everything down as quick as I can on Sunday, drive home and go back to work on Monday. So would um, you be open if some of the comic cons listening right now potentially offered you a guest spot where they paid for your table in your hotel? Oh yeah. Then it would, that, that would help out a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's the hardest listening? part is getting that paid off. So you can actually make a couple hundred bucks. Exactly. So those yeah. listening, he's open to guest spots. They don't necessarily have to be in Texas. He just probably no. has to be able to drive to it though, because of all yeah. Yeah, because yeah, everything well, that you have to take with you. Well, I mentioned the other night to Greg too. I'm looking at doing something a little bit different with my show too. So I'm mm -hmm. I'm looking at taking my uh, 11 by 17 prints uh, off the board altogether, and I'm going to try it the next couple shows just to see. They don't really move all that well, and they take up a lot of space and. The other thing is when I've got that big print wall behind me, I think I'm sending the wrong message of who I am. And uh, there's so many, uh, no, no knock on print arts, but there's a lot of prints out, out there. And I'm trying to do something a little bit different. So I'm taking those off the uh, off the board altogether. I'm still going to have my little mini prints again that are like this big. <laughs> they sell really well. And uh, uh, it just gives me a little bit of a difference in there. I'm going to keep those, but I'm going to make a whole bunch of these original little mini print cards. And that's going to be the uh, my focus of my art the next couple of shows. I'm taking the big stuff, again, off the table. I may do some original 11 by 17 drawings and stick them in a book like the other artists are doing. But the print wall is going to go down. The prints are going to go away, the bigger prints. And uh, I'm looking at getting a big backdrop in the back just as uh, Davy Jones, creator of Charmy's Army, and have my characters on the back. I've already redone my uh, my table setup, so the ugly green tablecloth is gone, everybody. So look for a big blue tablecloth now. It's much nicer. Ties in with the theme of the website and everything. And uh, got some new table throws instead of the banner I'm trying to stick on there that kept falling off. Now I got a little runner I just throw over. It has my picture with my characters on it. So, so if everybody's looking for me, it's going to look a little different this year. But yeah, you'll hear me because I'm the loudest person in in, in the in the alley. I'm, I'm I don't I don't know about that because we're sitting next to each other. We're I know it's going to have a contest to see who's next, who's louder. Have you ever <laughs> considered doing other merchandise like T-shirts and stuff? If you're kind of a going against the grain, a lot of people love T-shirts. Yep, I have T-shirts for sale. They're on my uh, my website. I've got some uh, some shirts. Uh, keeping keeping inventory stock at at the show just doesn't make sense because it just costs so much money and people are different sizes and stuff. So I offer them online. I've got uh, uh, I think three three or four different Charmy's Army uh, designs, and I, I sell I sell uh, four or five of them a month, something like that. So it's nice. yeah, but only but. I, I got it set up on a uh, print on demand. So I only make like two bucks <laughs> off each shirt. The thing so. is you don't have yeah. to have all that stock. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I know you had talked earlier about go doing some of the cons and going to New Braunfels, which is one of your favorite ones with your yeah. wife. I actually have CypherCon coming up, which unfortunately has been canceled the last two years. Year three, it's going to uh -huh. happen guys. <laughs> 
but I have CypherCon in Lake Charles. Oh, and wow. Like, and I know that we're going to stay at a casino. So it's like, am I really going to break even here? <laughs> yeah. My wife and I went to Lake Charles. Oh, my gosh. It's been three or four years ago. And uh, spent a weekend there. And uh, it was so much fun. Lake Charles, though, has been hit really hard last That's year. That's what I heard. They may yeah. not just because of the damage. They're still cleaning up from it. Mm -hmm. well, they're, Didn't they get it a couple actually, of times, I think. They're actually talking about holding a mini event October Halloween night, October mm -hmm. 30th and 31st, so they can build up for the April show. So it's still, it's still about 10 months away, but I think they should be good to go by then. So I'm hoping. Davey, are you going to do Tyler Comic Con this year? I know you mentioned you did that one year. No, like not this year. I'm slowly kind of building my funds back up. After last year, you know, with all the shows being knocked out, I, I usually do a couple of shows, take the money, and then invest in some more tables. And so I'm kind of scaling back this year. I'd love to go back again, but uh, I'm going to have to skip the, uh, this year. I'm hoping to get back the next year because that's that's where I got the commission for the Pikachu uh, Kirk Cobain. Oh, there <laughs> you go. Yeah. Again, one of my favorite commissions I did. One other show I want to give a shout out to, if that's okay. I want to give a shout out to uh, BrazCon. I don't know if ever, uh, everybody's heard of BrazCon before. That's by far always been my best show I've ever done. It's right, da it's right down here in uh, uh, um, Manville, Manville, Texas. A couple of years ago, it was in Pearland, Texas, but it's in that, uh, that school district, the uh, Brazoria County School District. And it's a really, really good show. The last, the last one I did was uh, not last February, but the February before that, right before the pandemic. And I, I, I financially, I did really well at the show. But the main thing is, it's supporting uh, the school district and the library. And it's, uh, it's just an amazing show. I did a, a panel there. I led the panel with uh, Ryan Shaw and uh, 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 Sean Mackey. And uh, we talked about art to the kids and stuff. The, the place was packed wall to wall for our panel. They were all asking questions and laughing and cutting up at our jokes. And it was just a lot of fun. It's it's one of the better shows that I do every year. And it's a one day show, but uh, I just uh, B A B R A Z C O N Brazcon. And they can just Google that because that's one. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping they do another one uh, next year. I don't know what what their plans are. They they've been doing them virtual. They did it virtual this year. Um, but, uh, it's just one of the, uh, it's just one of the most entertaining cause it's just a bunch of kids and they're all hungry about art and, and they've got a passion for them for, for, for the, uh, either the art side of it or the pop culture side. And it's just really, really, really fun to, uh, to just help keep them motivated and keep the, uh, keep the spirit of geek, uh, geek, uh, geekness alive. Raising them <laughs> right. I'm telling you right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Now, I do, wanna, I do want to let the other cons know, hey, if you're watching us, advertise us. We'll advertise your guests. We will advertise you. We will have you on our show. We will talk about your show. We will do anything to help y'all out. Press passes will be there <laughs> if we don't <laughs> we, already have one scheduled. We are we are applying for our press passes now, so hopefully those Good. will go through. And. We are definitely looking forward to doing shows either at your show or like I said, about your show here so you can advertise it. And we'll be happy to get you in contact with some of our guests like David Jones, if you're interested in having him. Hey, that's what we're here for. We're here for y'all and all our viewers. It's basically your 
Comic-Con panel. One-stop shop for Comic-Con world. Huh. So there what are y'all's favorite shows to go to? What what, what, have, uh, what Comic-Cons have been y'all's most favorite? Well, I'm really heartbroken. Arlington stopped doing them, and I left it kind of for the same idea. It's really mm -hmm. small, uh -huh. and it was, you saw the same people every year, and it was like coming home. And they stopped doing it. That was my favorite. So I'm. Hey, you kind broke of up at the beginning. What was the name of it again? Arlington. Arlington. Yep. So that uh, was one that we always marked off to make sure to go to because we mm -hmm. really enjoyed it. My sister and I do them together, and sometimes Super Hubby comes. Yeah, those and smaller Comic Cons sometimes they're they're so much more um, rewarding in the long run because you get to spend so much more time with the uh, the people who are there looking around. Where the bigger shows are like especially like comic plus that are just going boom, 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 table to table. And they're trying to see everything. And, uh, we're those still smaller ones, especially like Tyler, Tyler is just a, an amazing show every year. Well, I'm hoping to find a new comic con favorite this year. Um, we did apply for Tyler. We're doing, um, comic Conroe. We're mm -hmm. doing Eastern rim. We're doing, we applied for Tyler comic con. Haven't heard back from that one yet. And we're doing Beaumont. So, I'm searching for a new favorite Comic-Con. <laughs> Let me know if you're interested. Love to be there. <laughs> I, I'll, I put, I'll put a word in for you for the Tyler. I, I know the guy at, uh, at Tyler Comic-Con. I'll let him yeah, know. Right, him again. I have so many different ones. I mean, Comic Palooza is huge. And yeah. it's hard to see everything. Now, Dagacom, which had their first one, I, I enjoyed the fact that they actually had live wrestling there. Yeah. And... I mean, it was something different. Oh. I know AnchorCon, the one that we're interviewing in July, they actually have puppeteers coming. So I'm wondering if they're going to have oh, a that's interesting. show. So, I mean, there's so many. E each con has its own aspect, like Eastern Rim and the Son of Houston. Or, yeah, I think that was it, Son of Houston Con. I mean, they're more the old style comic cons where you can get the old style comic books and and stuff like that which that's another great thing because you don't really get that with some of the newer fandangled shows mm -hmm. so i mean each show has its own perks NerdCon, which i went to there this will be their third one i believe i mean that was a great show that was different aspects of everything put together so i mean like i said each one has its own different unique unique flavor i should say i met you actually what was it four five years ago at layers con yep as, as, i was about to Tom bring Hall. that up yeah yeah we were neighbors then too yep <laughs> so i mean Funny. each each show yeah. has its own different uniqueness mm -hmm. so i don't want to say i have a favorite now i can say i've been to beaumont comic con and i sold out of books i mean hell that could be my favorite but it, again, it was a different, unique type of show. So, I mean, each one is different. Well, it's almost like asking, you know, which one's your favorite child? You yeah. Know, you, you enjoy yeah. each one because each one has a different strength. Um, but I prefer the smaller ones just because I am, believe it or not, painfully shy when you're face to face. <laughs> and no, that's so, me. I'm painfully shy too. Yeah, big, but big, you big, wouldn't big. know it at the Comic Cons. Uh -uh. The no, because you're a different. You're you're somebody different at the comic cons. You're not you're not you at the at those shows. I'm I'm Davy Jones. I'm not I'm not my normal self at the shows. Yeah. Well, and it's She's also her. the She's her. <laughs> I'm, 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 um, Star Trek Pathfinder, by the way. Uh, <laughs> plug ST Pathfinder, um, but it's 
when you're there, the energy is so infectious. Whether oh, you're yeah. high or not, you are not by the end of the day. Mm -hmm. It's like you never met a stranger. It's great. And, and you so know, of all the uh, all the cons and cities and everything that are around, I've never done a show in Dallas. Really? <laughs> so if there's any promoters wanting to throw a free table in Dallas, <laughs> right? And I'm so otherwise I'm gonna try and go next year. I gotta yeah, get I'm to Dallas next year. Um, the Dallas ones are huge. Yeah. Um, the ones that I've seen, actually, the ones in Houston though, are really big too. And Comic so, Palooza is humongous. Yeah, that huge. I actually applied for press pass for Comic Palooza people. If you're listening, please. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. That was the very first show I did. And I remember walking into that place and setting my table up with my six prints that I had that I laid across my table. I had they didn't provide a uh, a tablecloth. I had no tablecloth. Oh no. And I had no backdrop and they had no wall at the, at the particular show. So the person behind me had prints on both sides so it looked like his prints for mine people kept walking up oh, i want that print right there no all i got are these six that's oh man oh well, uh -oh. you gotta start it was horrible though. yeah I mean, oh, it was horrible i sold like two prints and uh and uh, uh a couple of little original sketches that i did of uh of charmy's arm i think i made all of 20 bucks <laughs> the whole time i was there it was yeah. well, like i said you gotta start somewhere and the comic-con world your first couple shows you're gonna do terrible at because oh, first couple are. of shows, first couple of years of shows. <laughs> but when they start, when they start to recognize you and they start to see you, mm -hmm. and they're like, "Oh, well, he's just not, yeah. or she's just not doing this just yeah. to see if it works." She uh -huh. actually, actually likes Comic Cons. Mm -hmm. Then they start to adopt you into the Comic Con family, and it's a whole different world. Yeah, you I started start breaking. Up. Yeah, I started breaking even on my Houston shows, and that's when I decided, okay, I'm gonna hit the road and oh my gosh that was that was in the year three and year three was miserable I'm like I, I i can't keep hitting the road i'm not making any money and then when i went back to those places a second year then all of a sudden i had this big following of fans who took my card and checked me out and uh, decided oh yeah no i really do like charmy's army and then all of a sudden i started breaking even and now i'm making money on the road so yeah not a lot but enough to pay my hotel and have enough money left over to buy another table. <laughs> there we when, go. Yeah, when you start out, and like I said, they're they're trying to figure out are they doing this just to see you know it works. But when they find out that mm -hmm. you're really, you know, a Comic Con fan, yeah. part of the family, then they start to kind of take you seriously and yeah. start to build up. And I tell people it's it's not even necessarily about selling stuff. I mean, I'm an author. I'm there to mm -hmm. sell for sure. But to me, that's not what a Comic Con is about. To me, yeah. it's getting to know people. It's getting to you know meet them on a you know a totally different type of level. They're realizing uh -huh. that you're a person. You're not a name. I'm not just C.J. Peterson, Star Trek Pathfinder's chief of security. You know, mm -hmm. I'm you know an author, blogger, podcaster, publisher. Exactly. You're not just Davy Jones, Charmy's Army. You do commissions. You do mm -hmm. you know all sorts of stuff. Greg is not just just an author. He has his really <laughs> unique costume which is you know right yep. here for those who are watching <laughs> when i saw him here and i saw him in real life I'm like i would not have recognized you <laughs> you know, I know. It, it gets fun or like you run across different um cosplayers mm -hmm. and like i i know them i met them and i see them all the time on facebook but this one that i just saw at 
Kilgore, I didn't recognize her as that's who she was. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't in her, her cosplay. And so it's, it's just, it's unique when you're actually put a face and a body behind the name. And, and you have uh, some kind of solid basis for mm -hmm. actually being there. That's one of the things that I tell a lot mm -hmm. of the younger kids that are there and they're doing some prints and they're putting them up and stuff. And they say, so this is like my, my uh, second year and I just can't push anything through. And I always tell you, you need to make sure people understand why you're here. Why are you here? You're here just to sell this. Then that may not be enough. Like for me, the reason I'm gaining traction every, uh, everywhere I go is because I actually have a strip that's in newspapers. So they understand that, oh, this guy is established. He may actually become a big syndicated comic strip cartoonist one day. And it just gives you a little bit more validity. Once uh, the first year that I was doing the comic cons, my strip wasn't running in any papers just yet. That second year, I still think that's what really helped me. Not so much the fact that it was seeing the same people over and over again. But that second year, I had a big story to tell. And that's when it started all really climbing up because I had newspaper in hand showing, look, it's in the paper. And I still I still run down to Alvin before uh, one of my shows and go to the local, because uh, the, uh, the one in Alvin, it runs in, uh, uh, they distribute it to like restaurants and stuff like that. So I run into the, uh, the little Whataburger that's as closest to my work that I can go to, run in there real quick, grab a stack of papers and run out. And uh, take those at the show so I can show people that, look, it's it's printing right now. See, look, look, look. And it adds a lot of validity, mm -hmm. validity to your story. Well, especially if you're there for the right reasons. Yep. And like I said, they'll, yeah. they'll call you on it. They, they oh, know, yeah. they oh, know yeah, who really the will. real Comic-Con people are versus yeah. the ones. You know, are you here for money or are you here for the love of, you know, the Comic-Con family? Why are exactly. you here? And, and do they you have something that would appeal to the Comic-Con family? Yeah, and I've been to a couple shows before that were that were so bad. I won't mention names. There were little bitty shows, and the people, and artists, and vendors they would just start leaving like right at noon on Sunday because like no one's showing up. And I am not like that. I am there for the promoter. I am there for whoever is putting that show on, and whoever. And I remember it was just me, and I think six other people who had stayed until it was. Oh, the show to be over and that's when i broke down i i i am i am there until the ship sinks and and if hopefully it won't be that many more sinking ships but <laughs> you just never know what's going to happen at these shows there could be another event going on somewhere and and but i'm i'm always there for that comic con family i'm not shutting down until it's time to go yeah and cool. you're you can always find people you know to take pictures of put on social media exactly out there, and i do that all through the whole thing. Trust mm -hmm. me, anybody who follows me knows that yeah. you know, if they stop by my table, they're either getting the picture taken with Chief and Sarge, they're getting the picture taken with me, yeah. and they're going up online. And that's, that's one thing, really key. Mm -hmm. That social one thing media that I, is so key. Mm -hmm. I do want to say is you mentioned Kilgore. I have to give them a special thank you for giving me an invite to go this year. I was just I had oh, just done you, a show. I had just done a show and I had chemo coming up. So unfortunately I couldn't make it, but I do want to thank them for inviting me. Possibly next year we'll get everything set up and I can get there. Oh, so you would have been there. I moderated the author panel. I've, they <laughs> oh. invited me, but I was in the middle of everything and there was just no way I could get there. Aaron and Melissa McGinnis and Rick, or Rick's last name off the top of my head, but they're really good. Kilgore Geekin is one of my favorites. There's another one that I block off for May because uh -huh. I know it's the beginning of May. 
and I I love them. It's just a really good Comic Con. But yeah, I do want to thank them. Anyway, we're coming up on our hour here. I do want that to That was fast. I know. Right? <laughs> I'm still racing through my head. So, okay, let's talk about panels. Let's talk about this. We'll have to do this again. So talk about. <laughs> I know. I will say my pallets have not come in yet. If you were watching last weekend's show, uh, I'm still, still waiting for no. my pallets. <laughs> I do want to say one thing just that I'm thinking about the uh, panels and stuff that uh, if any of the uh, shows I am going to or any shows that are in, that are needing somebody, a panelist or something like that, be thinking about me because I love doing panels. I love going up there, answering questions and and just giving people insights into what we do and just satisfying people's curiosity. So I love love sitting on panels. Awesome. Uh, definitely. Oh, I love again, doing how panels. can they find you online if they want a commission? How can they find yeah, you? Yeah, so easy. So again, just look at Charmy's Army down there. It's spelled just like that. C-H-A-R-M-Y-S-A-R-M-Y.com. And you can also look me up on Facebook. It's Facebook slash Charmy's Army. Instagram slash Charmy's Army. Make it really simple for people. <laughs> yes, it was very easy for me. So thank you yeah, very much. Uh, Twitter slash Charmy's Army. Everything is slash Charmy's Army. So really easy. Well, anyway, everyone, I hope you all have a great weekend. Cool. And we'll be looking forward to next weekend where we'll be speaking with Lydia Longoria, author and poet. So I'm sure she'll have a lot of fascinating stuff to tell us. And again, Everyone have a great weekend, and next weekend is Father's Day, so make sure you get out and get your father a present. And thank adio, you so everyone. for having me on. Uh, thank you for being here. Bye. And Bye.